With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Self Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We are a weekly podcast that's here to generate and share self-care ideas with each other. Last week, after a completely unexpected shift in my entire work-life schedule, I rolled out an unscripted episode titled Overwhelmed, Overloaded, and Overbooked. It was kind of a quick self-care how-to for when you find yourself in crisis mode and need to give yourself, you know, immediate self-care when you need it stat. And I'm really glad that I did that because, you know, although it was off the cuff and completely unscripted, I was really pleased with how it turned out. Um, And and as I was editing and playing back the episode, you know, I, I just really listened to my own advice and it actually worked. I ended up, you know, taking a nap and I, I didn't take on a bunch of extra tasks, which is super unusual for, for me. And I allowed myself, you know, a, a bit of cushion around each of the things that I had to do, giving myself some time between things. And uh, another thing that I ended up doing last week was I really set down the guilt that I typically carry around of, you know, trying to get it all done. So I want to thank you so much for joining me for that episode. And you know what? Feel free to share your experiences with me. You know, how do you get your self-care on when you're looking at an extremely stressful and overbooked week? You can always share your experiences and stories by emailing me. It's chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. All right, you guys. So just a few quick housekeeping notes. First of all, I want to thank once again John Tucker, Margaret Linder, Jesse Wood, Barb Sylvie, and Holly Hatch. Thank you guys so much for generously donating to my GoFundMe campaign. I reached my goal! And now I have purchased a super great recording setup that will grow and expand with the show. And it's it's really a setup that I could be super proud of. So thank you guys so, so much for supporting my big, big dream of, you know, bringing this concept of self-care to as many people as I can. It, it means a lot to me. I love this project. And, you know, I have to say, just thank you so much, John, Margaret, Jesse, Barb, and of course, my bestie, Holly. Thanks, you guys, for, for chipping in. I really appreciate that. Okay, next up on housekeeping, if you're enjoying this show at all, or if you have ever learned anything from the content I'm bringing you, please go to iTunes and write up a little review. It's a great way to boost the show and to reach other people. And you know what, you guys, there is someone out there that really needs to hear from this podcast and your review can get that information to them. So please take a moment, pause the episode if you need to, and go write a review on iTunes. And thank you so much in advance. I really appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Housekeeping's done. Let's get on to the goods. So this week, this last week on Sunday, I hosted the first Self-Care is Sexy brunch. It was awesome. And 
I mean, unanimously, everyone who attended was super glad and they gained a lot from just talking about self-care. So, so thank you so much to those of you that were able to join us. And if you missed out, no worries. We're definitely going to have them again on a fairly regular basis. So make sure you like us on Facebook for all the details. You do not want to miss out. It's an incredible opportunity to just connect with others and share self-care ideas and journeys together. So for me, I was just super honored to sit down with these amazing folks and just talk about self-care. Um, and so today's show is going to be a recap from all the awesomeness that came from that brunch. Um, we all we all got together on Sunday. We went down to Alberta Street. And uh, for those of you not in the Portland area, Alberta Street is this kind of bohemian stretch of street that uh, they house a, a once a month absolutely crazy street fair. They shut down the street um, and it's called Last Thursdays. It's this incredible area that's full of these awesome shops and theaters. Um, there's com community organizations. And actually, one of my very favorite yoga studios, uh, the People's Yoga, is over there just off Alberta. And so it's just, just this great little fun neighborhood. And uh, the cafe that I chose, it's called Vita Cafe. And it's this little hometown place where they, they serve the drinks in little mason jars. And they've got, you know, random noir movie art on the walls and super funky light fixtures and all the, the menus all kind of wackadoodle, but it's not so weird that you can't find something good. So anyway, we all got together. We got in the booth kind of in the back and we just started by kind of checking in with each other. So, you know, I would ask everybody, you know, when's the last time you actually got self-care or were, were able to get the self-care in? And that's kind of where we started. And it was just like all this great feedback. And, uh, you know, everybody was kind of running the gamut. There were some people that were really struggling to make self-care happen. And, you know, there were others who had kind of planned self-care, but it was maybe far off in the, in the future, you know, and some folks were just cruising right along, doing really well, tuning in, checking in and, and taking action and getting the self-care in. But, I just wanted to share with you guys some of the things that I took away from the brunch. So um, one of the topics that came up was uh, it's best to focus on just one thing. So, you know, it came up that there are like a million different ways to get your self-care in. And, you know, in order to really like make it happen and, and make it actionable, someone brought it up that it's best just to focus on one little thing self-care wise. So let's say, you know, you're going through a hard time and you realize, you know, hey, I'm not getting my needs met. I feel like I'm at the back of the bus. I'm running around. I'm doing everything for everyone else around me, but I'm not getting done what I need. So just stop the, the running around and just focus on one little thing that you can do for yourself this week. You know, it, it might be something like just getting the sleep you need, um, taking a walk. It might be like, what I did this last week, just leaving the chores for another day. Okay. Let the dishes sit in the sink, let the laundry pile up, just give yourself a day off. Um, you know, or maybe taking like a longer shower in the morning. Um, or, or another idea was, you know, make your favorite dinner uh, or like get your nails done, anything, whatever. You might even need a mental health day from work, like just completely check out, shut off and, and give yourself a, a me day, whatever it is. Find one little thing you can do this week and actually follow through on it because you deserve 
self-care and you deserve time to, to nourish yourself. And that, that came up quite a bit in, in the brunch. Okay. Another topic that came up at brunch was let go of the things you cannot control. Okay. Wow. Like easier said than done, right? For sure. But I'm just, I'm really impressed that this idea came up. I mean, we had like incredibly intelligent, intelligent people there with us. So, you know, we had great talks, but it, it, I just was so pleased that this came up as a part of self-care. Just that, you know, in realizing sort of what stressors in your life are actually preventing you from getting your self-care. And a lot of them are things that are out of our control, right? So just the idea that, you know, you can just put it down, you can just let go of it. Because when something's out of your control and you like obsess over it and you fret over it, it just makes like the here and now completely suck, you know, and it is perfectly normal to like worry about stuff and be stressed out. But it was mentioned like over and over at the brunch that stressing out over things you cannot control, it only hurts you. It only prevents you from living the fullest life. So, you know, we were talking about like how much time we waste worrying about things that we can't control, like, like what other people think, um, things that haven't even happened yet, you know, like obsessing over all the what ifs. So this idea kind of came up of in the self-care world, can we attempt to like set that down so that we can free up our headspace for much better things and, and like actually make room for self-care. So that, you know, when you're presented with things in your life that are completely out of your control, you're just better able to respond and, and like find the positivity in the situation, you know, and, and we talked about like different ways you can kind of let go of, you know, let go of the things you can't control. And, and it was just really, I mean, gosh, you guys, it was super amazing. I wish everyone could have been there. Um, another thing that sort of spiraled out of that topic was, and this was an incredibly new concept for me. I was, um, I was super impressed and like this concept kind of blew my mind a little bit, but somebody had mentioned, um, a solution to letting things go that are out of your control is like seeing something that you're worrying about all the way to the very end, like to the conclusion, just to kind of understand if it's important or not. Um, so, so it's kind of a way you can begin to let go and like make room for the self-care is just by, by analyzing that stressor all the way to the worst, worst case scenario. You know what? I think, um, an example would really help here. So, okay. Let's say you have a trip planned for the upcoming Memorial Day weekend, right? And you're getting packed and stuff. And maybe you're worried about like getting a flat tire or something going wrong with the car, like on the way to wherever you're going. So the concept that was shared at brunch was instead of like worrying about it all week leading up to like leaving for your trip, you know, just like sit down and follow that worry all the way to the worst case scenario. So, uh, just like, let's say you, you're thinking about it and you, you're just like, ah, oh, you know, we're going to head out. We're going to, what if we get a fat, flat tire and, and the, there's like no spare in the car, then what? Okay. Is the trip ruined? No, no, it's not ruined. You call a tow truck. Okay, you might have to shell out a ton of money and that sucks, but you'll eventually make it to your destination. You know, and, and sure you can, you know, like worst case, you're out of money, you're maybe late to your trip, but can you deal with that? 
yeah, like sure you can. The whole purpose of, of following a worry all the way to get through or past the worry is, is to kind of move on from it to the solution part of the scenario, the part that you can control. So it was suggested, and, and I tried this myself, it actually helps. It kind of makes you like sit down and really kind of sift through the stressors that are triggering you and like see what you can do about it rather than just thinking about how bad it is. And then, you know, inviting all of its little bad feeling friends to the party, like no way. Just, just think of the one stressor that's on your brain right now. That's really causing you some serious strife and follow it all the way to the worst case scenario and stick with it. And you know what? It's incredible how freeing it is because then you start to recognize like, all right, this is kind of stupid, right? I get a flat tire. Clearly there's a solution. There's a way out of it. We can fix this. It's not a big deal. And why waste the entire week leading up to this incredible trip you're about to take worrying about something you can't control? So that was like the whole concept that came up. And I was really, really impressed by that. So awesome, awesome suggestion. All right. So just a little spoiler alert. A lot of the same things always come up when we're talking to people about self-care and the brunch was no exception. I've said it before, but it's, it's totally worth repeating. One of the things that came up at the brunch was scheduling it, scheduling self-care and how important that is. So, so self-care is a whole lot easier to actually make happen if it's scheduled, you know, sorry, I can't, I have plans. You know, no one needs to know that the reality is you just need some downtime, like away from people alone and doing something just for you. And, but when you schedule it, you're more likely to actually follow through and give yourself that self-care or that alone time or whatever it is you need to do to kind of recharge yourself. It's actually, it's too often. I've done this too, that, you know, you set out with the best intentions, um, but you just keep falling short. You just keep pushing it off because there's really no accountability. But if it's on your calendar, if it's in your phone, or, you know, you tell your spouse, you tell the kids, you tell everyone you need to, look, I need some me time. And and you make it a scheduled thing. You're like much more likely to follow through with it, which actually brings me to the next point that we talked about at brunch. And that is telling others that you need self-care. So, and I, I think using the actual term self-care helps kind of remind you, it helps to trigger your brain. You know, like, like I mentioned before, um, Everyone was saying that just getting together and checking in at this brunch and talking about it was super helpful. So telling other people, you know, when you're kind of falling short of taking care of yourself and and that, you know, you kind of need to make it a priority, it really helps everyone kind of put it into perspective. And it makes it so that the person that you're telling, that, that they're better able to plan what they're doing because they know that you need this self-care and they're, they're able to give that back. So we talked briefly about like some of the side effects to not getting the self-care and it was this really broad range, but a great suggestion was to, you know, like tell others, Hey, I need my self-care right now. And stating that you need to have some alone time or that you need to do something nice for yourself. It, it just helps others to respect your boundaries And, you know, just telling your, like your spouse or your roommate or your friends, whatever, you know, that, Hey, I I really need to just focus on me and take care of myself today or whatever, you know, whatever you can do to kind of signal to them that, you know, it kind of reinforces that one, 
you're making yourself a priority, which everyone can, can totally get behind. Two, uh, you're kind of enforcing to the other people that you're telling that you need the self-care that, that they need to respect your boundaries and your wishes. And it's kind of setting that up. And then three that, Hey, you know what? Maybe it's okay to tell people what you need. I mean, it ends up being beneficial for everyone involved because anyone that you tell like, Hey, I need, I can't go do this X, Y, Z. I need my self-care today. It kind of triggers for them like, Oh yeah, like self-care. That's sexy. That's hot. (laughs) I need it too. Right. Okay. Another theme that came up during our incredible brunch this weekend was to slow down. All right. A big factor to not getting self-care is just rushing. (laughs) Believe me, you know, believe me, you guys, I am the freaking queen of rushing and, and being way late and piling too much on, you know, it's always with the best intentions, but unfortunately my heart is like bigger than my capabilities. So it's a challenge for me to like slow down and to narrow the focus. But I've found that it's best to focus on like one thing at a time until it's complete, you know, instead of worrying about 10 to 13 to do item lists and you're torn between tasks and you're working, but then you're worrying and about the other things that are left undone. And you end up doing kind of a half-assed job because you're just not focused on whatever it is you're doing right then and there. I mean, this works for life. It works for home life. It works for work. I mean, it's all the way around a good tool. Um, and, and how, how you do one thing in life is really how you do everything. So I encourage us all to just kind of slow down. It's going to help us eliminate the things that you can't control. It'll help us focus on what we're doing and what we're actually trying to accomplish. And if you're, if you're looking for a little bit more in like how to organize, prioritize and focus, I highly recommend the passion planner. I've mentioned it before, but you guys, this thing, it really works. It helps you to dial in what it is you need to get done and it keeps you on track and it allows you to schedule in that downtime and that white space and, and the ability to actually follow through on self-care. Um, so I'm, I'm a big believer in the passion planner, go out and find it. It's passionplanner.com. You guys can Google it. Okay. So, so those were kind of the main themes that came up from our, our brunch this weekend. And, um, I just kind of want to recap them for you so that, that you can kind of get an overview. They were, best to focus on just one thing. Number two, let go of the things you cannot control. Number three, seeing something that you're worrying about all the way to the very end conclusion, kind of going through it all. Number four, schedule your self-care. Big, 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 big. Get it on the calendar. Number five, telling other people that you need self-care and use that phrase because that's super key. Number six, slow down. You know, take your time. You really don't have to accomplish everything in a day. I think, you know, we're living in this completely hyper spastic society right now where, you know, we have so much access to so much information and there are so many options everywhere you look in music and clothes and food and social activities we're just bombarded constantly with things to do and things to accomplish. And that, you know what, that can get 
really, really bad, really quick. So I'm trying to implement it in my life in a way to really dial in the self-care and to really take it seriously. I encourage you to do it too. All right, there you guys have it. Those are some nice tips from our little community brunch that we had. So thank you so much again to those who were able to attend. You know what? And if you're interested in joining us for a brunch, just make sure you like the Self-Care Sexy Facebook page and we'll get you all that info for the next one. It's coming up in July, so look forward to that. Also, if you have a self-care journey that you're dying to share with me, please reach out. I'd love to have you on this show. You know what? And if being interviewed is not your thing, no worries. There are plenty of other ways to tap in. You could be a guest blogger. You could um, submit your ideas to be added to the list that's on our website. Um, You could join us for one of those uh, self-care brunches where we just kind of get together and talk about it. Um, You could post on our Facebook page or hit up our Twitter or Instagram and just hashtag, you know, self-care is sexy. However you want to show off your self-care this week, just get tapped in. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Next week, I'll be rolling out the self-care is sexy survey. So that's going to be available for you guys coming up. I hope you have a great week. Enjoy your holiday weekend. And remember, self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.